Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of July 2nd through July 8th, 2012. Vulnerability activity for the period was decreased. Highlights for the period include security advisories and software updates for vulnerabilities in HP Data Protector Express and HP Network Node Manager, EMC RSA Access Manager, XMLsoft LibXML2, WordPress, VideoLand VLC Media Player, Real Networks Real Player, Novell GroupWise Web Access, and Digium Asterix a Voicemail Application and SIP. PHP, which is widely used on multiple websites and web services, released PHP version 5.4.4 to correct multiple vulnerabilities. Multiple vulnerabilities were also reported in the Industrial Control Systems products Welling Tech Kingview and Welling Tech uh, King Historian and ProFace GP Pro EX and ProServer EX. ISC CERT released a summary report on cyber incidents reported and tracked, including activity levels broken down by critical infrastructure and incident types. The report shows a significant rise in the number of reported incidents. The U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation took down its DNS changer network on July 9th. Initial reports indicated that as many as 12% of Fortune 500 companies remained infected and attempted to communicate with the DNS change servers. Systems that are unable to resolve DNS addresses could be infected by the DNS changer malicious code. Users are advised to contact their internet service provider for assistance. Uh, users can also check their systems for infection at the DNS changer uh, check website. Microsoft posted the Microsoft Security Bulletin advanced notification for July 2012. The announcement calls for the July 10th release of nine security bulletins, three of which are rated critical. The security bulletins are reported to include an advisory and updates for the Microsoft XML Core Services vulnerability, but details are not currently available. During the current period, two new vulnerabilities were reported in the Microsoft Internet Information Services and Microsoft Internet Information Services FTP server that do not have vendor responses or software updates available. IntelliShield published 90 events last week, 49 new events, and 41 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the legal risk management category. A U.S. federal appeals court sided with a small business, reversing a lower court ruling to dismiss the business's claim against a bank. The business's computers were infected by the Zeus Trojan, which captured user identifications and passwords to its online bank account. Subsequently, a series of unauthorized transfers began and were not detected until several had been completed. The bank in question did not use any form of multi-factor authentication on its website, which made the small business and its infected computers an easy target. Learning about proper security measures after a break-in or loss occurs is often an expensive and painful lesson. In this case, the bank was found to bear some responsibility to help prevent the transfers, or at least inquire about the transfers. 
The problem began when the business's computers were infected with the Zeus Trojan, and therefore the business bears some responsibility too. Although the ease of use accessing a website with just a username and password is unmatched, uh, some form of multi-factor authentication should be a requirement with financial transactions or other actions where security is paramount. Customers who perform financial transactions over the internet are advised to be vigilant, including using antivirus software on machines and reviewing the status of their accounts frequently to identify unauthorized use. Next, in the trust risk management category, the Financial Services Information Sharing and Analysis Center and the American Bankers Association released results from the second annual account takeover survey. In the first half of 2011, while attacks continued to increase, the losses from these attacks were less than a third of the losses recorded in 2010. The survey also found that the majority of successful criminal money transfers resulted from wire transfers. This is certainly good news for the financial industry and its customers. Much of the credit can be attributed to the work that financial institutions did to improve their authentication methods and fraudulent activity detection. Likewise, customers should receive credit for becoming more diligent with online accounts. As with physical bank robberies, changes to the risk-reward equation whereby criminals are unlikely to succeed will eventually help reduce, although not end, criminal attacks. Users and businesses should work closely with their financial institutions and organizations like the FNISAC to implement security controls to continue to reduce this threat. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, WikiLeaks announced its intention to to release 2.4 million email messages from Syrian government officials and companies that communicated with those officials. Similar to previous data dumps from WikiLeaks, the sources of the email messages remain undisclosed. However, a spokesperson for WikiLeaks claims the organization is confident in the vast majority of the data. While WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange continues to face multiple charges and is seeking asylum uh, in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, the WikiLeaks announcement demonstrates the group is continuing its efforts. While the United Nations and multiple individual countries press for a resolution to the fighting in Syria, the WikiLeaks data drop could interrupt and expose sensitive communications, negotiations, positions, and casual email discussions. There's also the potential that business activity from some of these states will be exposed, which could cause embarrassment, uh, interrupt the processes, and generate a loss of trust. As with previous WikiLeaks data drops, it's likely that at least some of the data was provided by individuals with trusted access to these systems and networks, further raising questions among the participants in these efforts about the security controls of their partners. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.